0: This podcast is brought to you by Intel v. Pro. Donald Trump lashed out in court. A Florida school district removed dictionaries from its libraries. And a lot of the U.S. is about to get very, very cold. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Hannah Jewell. It's Friday, January 12th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. At number one. U.S. and U.K. forces struck Houthi militants in Yemen. The Houthis are an Iran-backed rebel movement that took control of Yemen's capital in 2014. And since November last year, they've carried out at least 27 attacks on commercial vessels in the Red Sea in protest of Israel's war in Gaza. Senior U.S. officials have blamed Iran for fueling the crisis with their technological and intelligence support for the Houthis. Yesterday's strikes by U.S. and British forces were a dramatic escalation. They hit more than 60 targets in 16 locations in Yemen, according to a military official. President Biden said they were a necessary retaliation after the group ignored repeated warnings to stop attacking vessels, and a Houthi official warned of dire consequences in response to the strikes. Number two Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York came to a close yesterday. Yesterday's court hearing was mostly routine, with lawyers from both sides offering their closing arguments. But at one point, Trump interrupted proceedings to attack the judge, the case, and New York Attorney General Letitia James, who filed the lawsuit. Since this case began, Trump has repeatedly accused James, who's a Democrat, of being biased against him. Yesterday, James spoke to the press outside the courthouse after the trial. The personal attacks really don't bother me. The fact is, is that this trial has shown and we have produced evidence about the scope, the scale, the depth, the breadth of the illegality, the fraud, that impersonally enriched Donald Trump and his family. Trump and his company are accused of exaggerating his net worth to get better terms from bankers and lenders. New York is seeking a $370 million fine. The judge said he hopes to issue his ruling by the end of this month. Number three, the FAA is launching an investigation into Boeing's manufacturing process. The aerospace giant is facing more scrutiny over what went wrong on an Alaska Airlines flight last week. One of its 737 MAX 9 planes had a panel fly off at 16,000 feet, leaving a gaping hole in the plane's side. The investigation was announced yesterday. It will determine whether Boeing followed rules to ensure its aircraft were safe for operation. Authorities are also investigating one of Boeing's suppliers, Spirit Aerosystems, which builds the plane's main compartments. The probe comes as some Alaska Airlines passengers are suing Boeing for their experience on last week's flight. The lawsuit was filed yesterday and says they suffered physical injuries and emotional trauma. Number four. COVID killed nearly 10,000 people around the world last month. The World Health Organization shared coronavirus data this week from nearly 50 countries, mostly in the Americas and in Europe. The data suggests that holiday gatherings fueled transmission of the virus, leading to more deaths and a surge in hospital admissions. In the U.S., a new coronavirus variant called JN1 is sweeping the nation. But disease surveillance data has been dramatically scaled back since the pandemic, which makes it hard to know how this wave compares to previous ones. So if you or people you spend time with are at risk for severe illness, experts say that now is a good time to take some extra precautions. At number five, severe cold could break hundreds of records this weekend. A blast of Arctic air is about to freeze the western and central U.S. In some places, temperatures will plummet up to 60 degrees below normal. Parts of Montana may see lows of minus 40 degrees Fahrenheit. This kind of cold is no joke. The National Weather Service warned that temperatures will be life-threatening. And they'll make for some very frigid games in Saturday's NFL playoffs in Buffalo and Kansas City. And a chilly first contest of the primaries at the Iowa caucuses on Monday. There's also yet another storm brewing, which will bring blizzards to the plains and upper Midwest, and the risk of more tornadoes to the south. So check out our site for some tips on how to stay warm. Number six. A Florida school district removed 1,600 books from the school libraries last year, including dictionaries. In 2023, the state passed a law prohibiting books that mention sexual conduct. It was part of a wave of state legislation in recent years that has allowed parents and officials to challenge what books are kept in schools. A list of the books pulled from schools in Escambia County was released this week. And some of the titles are pretty surprising. They include dictionaries, encyclopedias, and reference books on topics including science, mythology, and even the Bible. Experts said the list shows how sweeping the state's new rules are and how fraught the climate in school districts has become. And at number seven... Scientists found ancient pieces of fossilized skin from about 289 million years ago. They were found in a cave in Oklahoma. We don't know what prehistoric creature they belong to, but they have a pattern similar to crocodile skin. And paleontologists said yesterday that they're the oldest known pieces of preserved skin. They date back to the days when Earth was made up of one single supercontinent surrounded by ocean. The discovery allows scientists to better understand this ancient world. It could tell them more about how the ancestors of many of today's animals adapted to life on land, and maybe how they developed feathers and hair. You can see a picture of the skin at the link in our show notes. I promise it's only a little gross. That's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and me, Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing is by Francis Moody and Melissa Noh. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Karish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. The podcast will be off for the holiday on Monday, but check your inbox for the newsletter version of The Seven. You can find a link to that in our show notes. And we'll see you back here on Tuesday. I'm Hannah Jewell. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. AI PCs built for business with Intel Core Ultra processors and Intel vPro are optimized for hundreds of AI apps and tools to boost user productivity, all with AI powered threat detection. Learn more at intelcom itheroes.